I was supposed to tell this story about how Kane had this girlfriend that he killed in a car crash. And it was just insane. And it ends up, I'm at a funeral home with a dummy in a coffin. Oh, my God. With Kane's mask on, pretending I'm Kane, I'm on top of the coffin, having mock sex with this mannequin. Oh my God! No! Hey, oh and, Jesus Christ! Oh yeah! And and Vince is yelling at me. God damn it! Do it harder! Make more noise and stuff! It's got to be over the top. I really did. I screwed your brains out. Listening to the audiobook of um, a very stable genius. It's oh yeah, it's and I figured out another way that Donald Trump is exactly like Vince McMahon. Oh, what's reason number? What's well, point number fifty here? There's like a million of them now because he's at the. Um, this is kind of a side front, but he's at the conference call the other day, and he's like, "Yeah, we're thinking about selling off some of the rights to some of our majors." To some of the other big players. You heard about this? No, no, no. Yeah, that's what they're talking about. He's like, And people are like, well, I don't know. To me, the thing that makes sense the most would be like putting WrestleMania on Amazon Prime in addition to the network. So you'd still get the network subscriptions. Mm-hmm. But then some people would be able to watch it the way they do with the NFL Network Thursday night games. Right. So you, I mean, Yeah, that's a good idea. But people are speculating on it. It could end up on Hulu. Well, I did see that he's going to start, um, you know, bringing in some, like an MLW to put their content on there. That's interesting. I, I really didn't see the whole There's, article. But I don't know if this is the keys to the kingdom as far as solving their problems right now, though. As far as like, hmm, if we just if we just retool the network and add a few more bells and whistles, God damn <laughs> That's pretty much what it sounds like they're trying to do. But. So he's, they, mm-hmm. I was reading this part, or is listening to this part, and a very stable genius where they're like, all right, going to have the meeting about shutting down the government and uh, I know you want the wall. Don't tell them in any way that you want to shut down the government. Got it. No problem. Chuck Schumer goes, well, you said you'd shut down the government. Well, you're damn right, Chuck, and I will, and I'm going to love doing it. And they're like, oh, fuck, shit, damn it. So now he's on, and they did it, and of course, they, he, he completely owned it, and his ratings go down and everything. <laughs> so he's other the thing, yeah, we're doing good, and uh, we're going to sell it off to the majors. Don't say anything about selling anything off to the majors. Don't do that. I've been seeing a lot of, Man. but the the other thing that makes him very much like Donald Trump and Vince McMahon are the same person. Mm-hmm. They both favor their daughters over their daughter over their son, and they've built the daughter oh, yeah. up as like ruthless, aggressive killers versus the son, sons in Trump's case, right? And he, oh, and, he has two. Yeah, he does. Or, more, or more, really. <laughs> so he's it, it. It's just weird how that worked out yeah. to be as as misogynistic and to treat women as awful as they have. They both have raised their daughters sort of to be stone cold killers. Even though Ivanka is seen kind of as a, I don't know, attention whore in the White House and stuff. They were trying to have meetings and stuff with the lawyers, and she would pop in and go, "Hi, Dad!" And so they'd have to stop talking about shit. And like, oh, hey. Man, man, the bagels really have a lot of sesame seeds swear, on them today. Swear, and, that, and so that, that's another reason these guys are very, very, very similar and kind of the same yeah. people. And again, we're hoping—I don't know how many days till WrestleMania, but fifty something. Uh, maybe Trump will show up this year if he if he thinks it'll help his reelection re- re- campaign. And we'll turn it to a Trump. I don't know. If he's thinking, I, I, I don't know. I think that's risky. I it think is it, risky, particularly what happened to the World Series. Right. They don't even acknowledge what happened to the World Series. I mean, it's in Florida, and wrestling fans, I'd, I'd say 50-50 at best. It's always been like, 
I think there, there's always been this perception that a lot of wrestling fans like him and stuff because there are a lot of misogynistic dickheads who are wrestling fans, but right. there's also a lot of woke kind of people right. who are wrestling fans. So I don't. Well, last time I checked, Cornette still had quite a few God followers damn. and listeners. And as as we talk about Cornette, boy, could he have been more wrong about Jordan Grace? He could he, he could just not have been more wrong. Oh, about I've him. always thought he was wrong about. Oh, him. he was. He's like so far. I mean, he's been wrong about stuff and like, eh, you're kind of off. He's so far off about Jordan Grace. It's it's unbelievable. Uh, yeah. And then to call her a butterface, and then to try to justify with Brian Lance, well, God, God damn, I didn't call her fat. No, Jim, you just called her ugly. It's fine. It's really, it's no big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ethiopia God and damn. butterface, yeah. I guess that uh, uh, thoughts and prayers to Jim as he gets over uh, the plague or coronavirus, whatever he's got up there in Kentucky. He's been sick. You know, they were only able to do the drive through this week. I d- you know what? I didn't even notice because yeah. I've not had internet and <laughs> Wi-Fi for the last three days. We so. welcome Bryant Williams back to civilization. God, oh my, it's nice to be back, everybody. My <laughs> phone was so happy to see those Wi-Fi bars when I walked in your place. If you'd like to take a like a hot shower and perhaps have a cold beverage before you leave. <laughs> Just, it's so an indoor toilet. Do you have that? I've always said this because I've you know I've been through power. Like I remember a terrible ice storm five or six years ago. When we were out power with like a week. And oh I, yeah, I would have been a shitty caveman. But you know it's not really no fair because we get used to this stuff. Can't and help it. I did see this one study that said Americans uh, or not the people in general, mm-hmm. their body temperature has gone down a few degrees over the past 150 years because you don't have to fight so hard. No. You can you can have you have warm clothes and you have air conditioning and you right. have heat and you don't your body doesn't have to like uh, you know, they yeah. they've done the studies and your your body temperatures down a few Celsius points that makes sense. from what it was uh, I think in the 19th century. So they had the um, they had the quarterly conference meeting. I think the subscriptions for the network are down about 10% since the last quarter. And they're saying, well, it's because NXT is now on USA Network and people aren't subscribing to the network as much because they can just see it on so, quote-unquote free TV. So let me get this straight. There's, they dropped 10% yeah, in a quarter. because people are only watching it for NXT. I mean, that sounds reasonable to me that there were 10% of the people that were just enjoying the NXT content and that's the reason, the primary reason they signed up for the network. That sounds reasonable to me. Well, it sounds like a lot. Sounds, what me. would you say it would be? What percentage would Less you pay? Less than ten. Eight? Seven, yeah, five. at least you know, between five and ten, maybe. But that's what they're ascribing it to. And then there were some other I think he's talking about it, some cosmetic or aesthetic changes to the network. They've already had the user interface that was updated not that long ago. Um again, I don't think those are the keys to the kingdom. I heard Meltzer talking about this about a week ago and he's like, Well, Next quarter is going to be fine because that's when the money from the TV deal rolls in, and he's he's right. But Wall Street's aware of that, right? There's no Wall Street analyst when the next quarter comes in, opens up the books and go, "Holy shit! Did you know all this money was coming in from the TV deal?" It's 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 a forward predicting thing, right? That's what it, it's a future predictor. That's that's what the Wall Street is. Futures, futures, and they know what it. They know all all that stuff was built into the stock on the way up, and it's all built in on the way down. They're aware yeah. of the money that's coming in. They're aware of the blood money that's coming in from Saudi Arabia. They're aware of all that stuff in, and yet with all of that, the company still doesn't not does not have a really good story to tell at this point. They don't have in terms of the house show stuff, which is dreadful. Um, network subscribers, merch, international deals. Um, the TV deals, yes, are going to be around for a while, but then SmackDown sucking. Wall Street is always like, "What have you done for me lately?" What's the next thing? What's the next thing? And they don't have a really good story to tell right now in terms of growth for any of that stuff right now. Mm. They they just don't. Um, 
and don't take my word for it and don't take anybody else's word for it. Take Wall Street's because you can only bullshit a bullshitter for so long. That's why the stock is down. And when they fired Barrios and Phillips, it became kind of large that nah, there is no plan B. They really kind of don't know what they're doing. So, um, so what do you think the solution is? Just bottom line, get rid of Vince, give him the step were any, down? If this were any other company, you would change the CEO and you would have a new leadership group in place and they would take over and but that's not what this is. And that's why this has always been a very different company than Yum Brands or you know IBM yeah. or Hewlett-Packard you, you, or whoever. You can't be Vince McMahon's baby and Wall Street's baby at the same time. But this is what I've always said is they want all the prestige of being a publicly traded company and playing with the big boys on the New York Stock Exchange, but they want all the control of being part of the McMahon family. Yeah. And at some point, that does bite you in the ass. And people do figure it out. That your son well, People had already figured it out pretty much before they went public, don't you think? <laughs> oh, yes, but the, the Wall Street types, they're kind of like, well, oh, you know, yeah, they've yeah, got yeah, a good yeah. story to tell, and it's a very well-known brand. And I was looking for... Somebody was showing me some ticket prices for the Harlem Globetrotters. And I think it was is that, per- is that the new the, the threshold thing? Well, the, you know, there was the circus. Pritchard told yeah. us it was a circus, and I thought he looked at the circus and Globetrotters, and the Globetrotters tickets were like 70 or 75 bucks. And I I don't see how they're able to command that sort of stuff for like a, a regular house show in Quad Cities or something like that. I honestly don't, can't see how they. Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> I mean, no, no offense. Maybe back in the day when it yeah, was yeah. What is the exposure? and Curly Neal. Like and to this guys. generation of Americans, what's their exposure to the Harlem Globetrotters? Just from their parents and grandparents. Right. Some stories, I could, right? I mean, could you name one Harlem Globetrotter right now? No, but Meadowlark Lemon and the Bucketeers. Now that was a good. You don't remember the Bucketeers? Uh, when he split off from the Globetrotters, that was what he called them. I don't them. think I remember. Yeah, that was he, what he called I his troop. Okay, well, that's, that's cool. And I believe they were on Sports World, which was the NBC, yeah, NBC Sports World, Wide World of Sports. That was the first time I ever heard Marv Albert. He was doing boxing. That's probably when I first heard him, too. I never, you know, I didn't know anything about the Rangers games or the Knicks games or anything, but I remember, oh, right hand! I remember that. <laughs> Jumbo Cummings, oh, right hand! He would do something like that. And I enjoyed it, but yeah, that, that was so. Had a little Morrow in there. I wonder if Morrow gets his some of his stuff from Morrow. Sounds a little bit like it. Some sounds like a, a little bit of it. Hang on a second. Let me get off Pornhub for a moment. I got to look at my. I mean, I've never heard of that website. I don't even know why that's here. How'd I get on there? Somebody uh, breaking your house? <laughs> somebody get looking for looking on your phone? Somebody from down the road who was looking for some Wi-Fi broke into the house. <laughs> I've been without porn for a long time. Let me see what the Globetrotters tickets are. These are the because it looks like they're going to be at the Coliseum on March 27th. If you'd like to make oh your, here make your plans, wow. Uh, let's see of this month 27th March 27th March 27th. Yeah, inventory is limited. Secure your seats now before they're sold by ordering now. Yeah, I bet they're checking availability at tickets-center.com. I have no idea. This has got to be some Russian thing that's going to have me in Hillary Clinton's emails. Yeah, level 105, mm. 59 bucks a pop. This is the cheapest seats I got right now cheapest yeah those are the cheapest ones are they the the best seats they have can you tell they're similar they're pretty close to courtside 60 bucks uh, i guess that's okay i mean, well, I it's, I mean it's just i don't know to me it's just not the harlem globetrotters are just not the harlem globetrotters plus it's fake well are they still playing the generals i hope so I love it. I don't understand why I wasn't recruited to be a Washington general. I'm as white and non-jumpy as the next guy. I'm as white and slow as anybody. I can get out there and hack it up like those guys. I bet the, I'm going to bet on the generals. No, can't do that. They've, um, they've not won in like 
So if you got seventy five years. So again, it's the old family of four. You're paying two hundred forty bucks for tickets plus the service fee is going to. It's you're two sixty or two seventy by then. Let's pay twenty to park and it's two ninety. If you buy the kids some popcorn and some cokes, easily three hundred dollars. Oh, easy. A souvenir gets you up to three twenty five. I mean, Jesus God, this is like beyond a car payment that's, at this point. That's what I'm saying. The Harlem Globetrotters. And I mean, it's the same thing for the WWE and and the yeah. WWE's house show business is the absolute shits right now. You gotta. I think you gotta say right now. I think AEW is probably the hottest brand in wrestling. It sounds like it right now. I think it's. it's I think it's edged out as far as the hip hot thing. I think it beats out New Japan right now. Oh yeah, I it, think it so. feels like At it among, the, in these parts among among the knowledgeable folks. And I, I'll say it again: I really feel like AEW is on a huge. You know, they're on a big upswing in 2020 after the bullshit they had back in you know 2019. Yeah. Some people continue to make excuse after excuse for. Yeah. And they act like I'm just coming around now. <laughs> Jesus that be? God. Would that be? And when they were we were doing some horrible bullshit. Even the Dark Order stuff is kind of making sense. Although, well, they're trying. I, I don't. Think. I don't That's even know why. Butch, I don't have no idea why Butcher and Blade just job 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 job. I have no Butcher. idea. Did you hear by chance what Jr. said about Butcher? What did he say? <laughs> he goes, I still say that Butcher looks like Ole Anderson. <laughs> Jesus, Grandpa Simpson. <laughs> don't, he, don't he, Tony? He looks what, like Ole Anderson. One time, Ole Anderson put out a tire iron and he raped me with it. And that's how you broke into business back in those days. Yeah, and like 95% of the people watching the AEW, who the, the fuck, fuck is Ole Anderson? Ole who? Is that the lead singer for Panic at the yeah. Disco? <laughs> I think that's the guy. Jesus, what is that? Holy shit, Ole Anderson. He just says some weird shit on that Actually, show. Actually, it was another good one between uh, him and Tony when uh, Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford came out. And, and you know, he, Kip Sabian's super bad. I think he said super bad. Uh, JR goes, super bad's got a little something going on with Joy Janela. <laughs> what does it mean? Yeah. And then Tony goes, I think that little something's following him to the ring. <laughs> what are you talking about Penelope Ford? What the is that? I don't know. Oh, well, it should be. Well, something going on with Joey Janelle. I mean, Penelope Ford is hot as balls. Wow, man. right? She's she's kind of sneaky hot too. Yes, it's kind of right. You kinda, I told you, you know, she's been at Wrestle Wrestle. God knows how many times. I know, I know she was here this past time, but I just it's bam. It's I think oh I think Sonya Deville is kind of like sneaky hot. I kind of I've like, always had a little thing for her. Man, it's, just, it's yeah. crazy how these women are just. And, and yes, I know, I know about her. So yeah, <laughs> I'm aware, but still I'm aware. Still, still so, yeah, I'm, she's yeah. still hot. It's like know? Rosie Perez having the thing for Tom Cruise. Who's Rosie Perez, Grandpa? I tell you one time, when a, white men can't jump. We'll start there. Uh, anyway, that was Rosie O'Donnell had the thing for Tom Cruise. Shit. Oh, it was Rosie. Rewind, rewind, rewind. <laughs> I really am turning into Grandpa. I got to get some choline in my system or some shit. I don't know what's going on with my memory. Yeah, it was back when VH1 was like video hits one. Yeah, I think I, I think AEW is hot. I mean, I, I still think that they've got a long way to go. And yeah, I mean, but they've come a long way, I think. As long as they never become a publicly traded company, I think they'll be fine. I think everything will be good. Start for sure. I, I don't, and I don't see that happening at any point in time. I don't see them ever having that kind of a business model at all. Um, I think it's been a good buildup for the pay per view on February 29th. And I thought Cody taking those lashes, holy shit, that was a great man, story, right? Man, 
That was well, pretty I, crazy. I like the way they kind of played that whole thing out. Of course, I, they were. To- I mean, by the way, let me just let me just piss off everybody. They were just ripping that off from Daniel Bryan getting his ass whipped by Bray Wyatt. So I don't understand why. Well, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Well, it's just kidding. They didn't invent whipping somebody. No, they didn't. In, they didn't do that. But it's just it is ironic. They just they rip do. off WWE storylines. All they do. No, that's not. I I know that's not. But man, he took some. And to have everybody come down. The I like that. That was man. so I did great. Like that. Right? It was like you can't help him, Arn. You can't. Help him! Oh, and MJF was just fantastic with that whole thing. That entire thing, he was fantastic. That last one, I don't know if he meant to do it or not. I don't know if it was a miscue, but it looked like um, MJF smacked him right on that the tattoo on the dream. The dream tattoo. Is that, yeah, it the, says dream. Yeah, is that, I, I never yeah. knew what really what that said for some reason. It says yeah. dream. Yeah, I, th- I don't know if he meant to hit him there or Cody. Didn't get, didn't, I didn't go back and watch it, but Cody may have not gotten turned around. And the one, the one above, enough. the one above his dick says hard times. Hey, so that's, that's uh, <laughs> you brought hard times to my penis, Brandy. <laughs> hard times. <laughs> So uh, yeah, I think I think they're. I mean, they've got the momentum in 2020, and uh, I think the Moxley thing, the buildup for that has been really, really good. Yeah, I mean that's a. Well, uh, you I'm know, not going to pay for it, but I would. Yeah, and then you got you know we talked so much shit about goddamn Omega for the last six months, the way they've been yeah. getting him and shitting him around. It seemed like I don't know, or he might have been shitting himself around. Who knows how it works over there? But but yeah. but lately, you know, he's got a got double duty here you know he's got pock or pack or whatever the hell his name is you know that little thing with him plus he's got the hangman he's trying to keep hangman from drinking himself to death or whatever right right? so he's got a lot of shit going on right now hey the the hangman thing's really working i mean it's really giving him some kind of identity i don't know what it is but he's the happy-go-lunky drunk right now he's he's otis yeah oh he's otis for sure and at some point he becomes the gutter guy that's not so fun yeah so i don't know what's the scott hall the (laughs) last call hangman hall I, I never thought it was – I didn't think it was a good idea. But, you know, you have to well, say it's it, giving him another shade there. Right now, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with it now. They may, you know, drift off in another d- direction with it where it sucks. But right now, you know, they're doing okay with it. NJPW says he's returning to Madison Square Garden for Re- for Wrestle Dynasty. I wonder if somebody this? will fuck with their paramedic truck next on that one too. Hmm. Uh, nearing the due beginning in Osaka – New Japan Open, they'll be holding a show at Madison Square Garden on Saturday, August the 22nd. It's called Wrestle Dynasty. Just a, just, they always have a Wrestle Dynasty or just a first-time thing? Or, I, I never heard of that. I mean, I'm not a big NJPW yeah, connoisseur. Not so as much as know. I should be. I'd, I'd like to watch Wrestle Kingdom for sure and then the New Year's Dash. Oh, what do you got? You got a message? Oh, 16,619. That's a pretty good deal. What was that tweet even about? Uh, You're just bitching about Trump? Uh, yeah. I yeah. said, here's here's what it said. But I'm not hating on that because I got an entire podcast well, where all we do is bitch about Trump. You know, so. well, it carries over for me. Sure. Both. But I, this is the tweet. I said, my mother taught me to never hate anyone <laughs> yeah, despite that. any of their shortcomings. But sadly, after decades of abiding by her teachings, I've reached my threshold. I hate the SOB in the White House. I hate his family. I hate his minions. And I hate everything they all represent. Sorry, Mom. So that gets sixteen thousand likes. Yes, God, unbelievable. That's I, good. I don't know, man. I don't know what it was. I was just venting that morning, but to, yeah, I got a wrestling related story to this. Oh yeah. So you know, at first, you know, it was I'm getting a few likes. I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then all of a sudden, just my phone blew up. It was I. I, I don't know how celebrities do that, man. I'm getting shit like this. Every There's day. a thing to it. Uh, Some of I it's guess. fake too. It's a work, man. Oh, oh, oh I know. <laughs> Yours I'm is sure. real. Oh yeah. 
but it's just it was almost overwhelming really but because i was you know trying to read everything as they were coming in and you know everything's like everybody's like ditto same for me my mother's the same way you know everything related that and i'm flipping through and all of a sudden i see this one he goes dude you met abdul the butcher because <laughs> I, I don't know if anybody knows but Man, my, i still have the fork motherfucker <laughs> that's right i told him motherfucker motherfucker he signed that bitch motherfucker happy motherfucker that's so funny but i was just i was like yes thank you i'm so glad i saw this you know she ripped up paper <gasps> yeah it's paper oh my god it comes from trees can you, can you hand me that right there behind yeah. you? Get no, I can't be a part of this. <laughs> can you hand me that? Are you just going to read it? Are you just going to look at it? <laughs> I just want to look at it and see what this is. Don't, don't. This okay. is right. I got to see what that is. Yeah. Oh, that's, a, that's a recipe that I put. Oh, no! Stop it! I got more where that came from, bitch! Arrest this man! Let's see what this is. When your printer is out of ink, you should... No! No! I'm out of control! I'm out of control! Stop! (laughs) (laughs) They they did it today. They had a picture of all the people he had been talking about at this speech, and it was like veterans and the little kid from Hunt that wanted to go to space. And it said, this is who Nancy Pelosi ripped in her speech. It's disgusting. (laughs) Yeah, just, who, are the, who are the snowflakes again? No, that's really, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to remember. It's paper. It's paper. It comes from trees. Oh my god! Oh my god! I, just, I, I did have. It there was never a, ends, man. There was a friend of mine at work, and he's he's on the other side. He's on. He's a not a hardcore Trumper, but he likes Trump. And he goes, "Well, what are we gonna do next year? Laminate the thing?" <laughs> Which I thought was pretty funny. It was a pretty good line. Good. She bring your scissors out. Um, no, as far as turning around the uh, WWE's problems, they're not going to turn it around anytime soon. No, I would. Well, I would assume. Ask, I was going to ask you something real quick yeah. about NJPW. Did you, by chance, hear how they did at the Durham show? They had. I did not. No, I haven't I heard any interviews. Kind of we obviously were not. We had other things to do, and yeah, we didn't. We didn't go. So I don't. I don't know how they did here. I mean, it was an okay card. They they, they definitely didn't have the top acts there. But it's interesting it, that they would choose that market, though. It is know? interesting, and the, not, and the venue to be. I'm sure there's some sort of research that goes into it. They're not just flying blind. Yeah, um, as opposed. But I, I, as far as you know, the WWE is not going to turn around their brand anytime soon. It's just weird. What if we put all of this into? We don't want to put money into promoting individual wrestlers. We want to promote the brand, and then the brand kind of falls off a cliff, and then. I assume WrestleMania is going to sell out this year. Uh, they're going to make it so even you know they they have the place full, even if they have to paper it quite a bit. Um, but I, I you just wonder what what they're going to have to throw in there. To start, you got to watch this. We're going to, and I assumed it would be you know here's a huge check, Dwayne Johnson, come on down. But then again, at this point, he may be like, mm, I don't think so. And then just like, well, CM Punk, here's a big fat check that's going to change. This is life changing money for you to show up and then how many of those do they have in subsequent events to, to draw people to you know how many people can they pull out of the woodwork to write a big ass check Stone Cold Steve Austin you know he appears from time to time he can't wrestle or anything he could be a special referee or something like that you can't do anything with that guy uh, how many huge massive unbelievable big time celebrities can they use to prop up the brand I don't think there's you know John Cena we can try to yank him out but he's very busy doing all the stuff that he's doing right now yeah I don't think a lot of a lot of people have uh, 
have some, you know, viable interest in in him right now, and they don't want him to be in there with you know getting hurt and well, shit. I think that was one of the problems. With, I think it was that second John Cena match against Dwayne Johnson. I think he got hurt in that one. I think some of his Hollywood people were like, eh, "We're not super happy about that." Yeah. So it's yeah. just weird that you sell your soul, you whore yourself out for the Saudis and all this other shit. And it doesn't work out. It doesn't help you at all. And I, I don't know what those people were told in the locker room after they let he left them in Saudi Arabia and mm-hmm. shit. But you know, I assume it was some version of the "I did it for you." You know, I, the that the the great speech after the Montreal screw job. You know, <laughs> I did it for you. Such a thoughtful guy. So you did all this stuff, him. and you have again. There's people's wives who were upset, and their whole families were upset, and these people's you know freedom and their future was put in jeopardy. And I guess they were told, oh, we're looking at the long play. If we get all this money from Saudi Arabia, it's just the company's going to be so much, and you're going to make so much money. They're with us. And it's not working. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't well, working. Well, I'm, I'm interested to see if uh, two people in particular, because I remember their tweets from last time, is Buddy Murphy. Who's Murphy now? Just I don't Murphy. know if you saw Did just you see Murphy. this? Just Murphy. Oh, my God. But at least he's not Shorty B. Not, <laughs> <laughs> at least we avoided Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm interested to see what if Murphy goes and I'm interested to see if uh Rude goes. Um yeah, they're they're and it's like they're unabashedly unapologetic and they're pedal to the floor as far as this thing on the 29. Oh hell yeah. This is this is like what It's the? not even middle and they they they're not saying Saudi Arabia but oh, they're still saying Riyadh. Riyadh. It's still, as we did last week. Riyadh. Can't wait for the super showdown in Riyadh. Everybody, Super Showdown's coming to Riyadh. <laughs> it's like in your face, right? It's like the most in your face shit of all time. <laughs> that was awesome. Hey, where's that Super Showdown going to be? Riyadh. <laughs> We're not hiding it. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? We don't give a fuck. I'm Vince McMahon. Zero fucks given. Um, let, me look, let me look around here. I don't. I can't seem to find a fuck anywhere. It's like they all the tricks that they try to pull. Like, oh, wait a minute. We'll have the McMahon family on TV, and they'll say that everything's going to be okay, and we're going to redo everything. We did that, and that didn't work. <laughs> no. Okay. Wait. 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 <laughs> we're going to do the draft. We're going to reposition everybody. That's that didn't work. Uh, we're going to be on network television. It's going to be huge. No, it's not really working. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> So it's, I mean, they and they made deals with the Saudi guy, but I don't know. Is, does Kim Jong-un have a lot of money? Can they reach out to him? Mm. He's ripped off and killed a lot of people, but I don't know if he's got a lot of money, does he? I mean, Putin's got a shit ton of money. They can do a lot of stuff with Putin. Putin's got oil money. Oh, yeah. Putin may be the richest guy in the world, they say. Mm-hmm. So, Vince, I don't, maybe your buddy, your buddy may have 11 more months in office, something like that. You might want to reach out to him and, and try to get something working with Putin uh, so you can get some more blood money just to get you to the next. It, it is it really is kind of like Vince is just a junkie. <laughs> like, it, 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 bear with me on this one because I just saw this great series on little, it's a little documentary series on Netflix called The Pharmacist. Is this about Taylor Swift? No, no, the Taylor no, Swift one was good. No, the Taylor Swift one was really good too, but that only takes like 90 I minutes. I was going to watch it, but seeing I don't have internet. <laughs> It's really good. And she's no, she's amazing. Yeah, okay, that's good to hear. I'm a little, I'm a little weirded out by how obsessed I am with her at this point. Oh, man, I've been obsessed with her. She's about, fantastic. I'm, I just I, God, and I hated her for so long. I know. And I now it's like, well, it, I, you know, that's a, well. I, I say I know, but I know you've yes. not been thrilled about her. But 
I've always had a little thing for her. When she did the country thing, I was like, yeah, I don't want that. And then that 1989 album came out. I went, what the fuck is this? (laughs) And then Ryan Adams covered it. We can't talk about him anymore. Why can't we talk about him? He had a little Me Too issue. Yeah, yeah. With an underage girl, too. It wasn't wasn't good at all. No, no, not good at all. So uh, there's nothing. He's like a junkie. Mm-hmm. Uh, this okay. thing called the pharmacist. Okay. This guy, his son gets killed in a drug deal down in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of goes, he didn't have, know his son had a drug problem or anything. So he kind of goes through it. And he's himself a pharmacist. So he starts, he's on the ground floor, ground zero for the hydrocodone and the Oxycontin um, manifestation upon America. And he goes through all this shit about, you know, catching this person in the pill mills. There was this doctor close to his house you, you should really watch this she, her office was open at 3 30 in the fucking morning she had 100 people lined out the door they had new orleans police department people on guard at her office a guy who was a junkie was trying to clean himself up he comes and he fixes her printer because he's working for like a printer or whatever mm-hmm. and she tries to pay him off with oxycontin scripts and is he did he turn him down or he's he... like no but then she went back into her office and the new orleans police department guy comes out with the scripts and goes you would be in your best interest to take these Wow, it's it's mind blowing. There, they said that he said that there was one guy that he knew of who was in that office for two days to get a prescription. He waited in that, and I don't know what he did to shit. I don't know what he did to eat. I have no idea. But he was in that office forty eight hours to get a prescription, just he waiting on something there. to go through. You or could, waiting on there was more one supply line, to come in. There was one line to get the prescriptions. There was another line. If you paid an extra hundred bucks, you could get stat service. You could get like the express lane. Oh, like Disney World. It was, yeah, the e-ticket. Oh, my God. That's what Vince is as far as being a junkie. He's just trying to get to the next fix. He's run out of fixes. Damn. There's no, the, yeah. he's the, although it was a good weekend for the XFL, and I would expect that to be like, again, you know, if Trump has a good round of golf, eh, no one ever played the game of golf before I did. Everything else will be, fought, you know, collapsing around him. The British could be invading the White House and burning it down. Well, I did really. I, I aced the 13th hole. They said that couldn't be done. It's never been done in club history. Take my picture. So I would expect that's going to be the big story for, for Vince McMahon as far as the XFL goes. And they, I understand they had a pretty good weekend. And did you see any? I know you. I did. We were watching it, yeah, because yeah, I was captive at work. I was like, oh, this is good. We were kind of discussing it. It was not a bad product. Okay. Um, Again, I was going to watch. Well, two main things have changed in the past 20 years since the original XFL. One of them is the, the hunger and the thirst for live sports programming because of DVRs. Mm-hmm. That's, that's huge. And the other thing is the gambling is way more mainstream and bigger than it's ever been. It's going to be a part of American life you're going to be able to walk, you know, very, very soon. Certainly, in the next couple of years, you're going to be able to walk down the street and bet on a football game as easily as you are able to buy a scratch-off ticket. That's going to happen pretty, pretty quickly. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're... And so they they fully embraced it. I'm looking at these numbers on the screen, and it was the Houston team, and it had this in parentheses nine five. And I went, "How are they nine and five when the season? Oh shit, that's their favorite by nine and a half points. That's on the screen on an ABC telecast." There's the point spread, and then the over under numbers over here. Damn, it was it was great. I mean, if and I don't know if if you are betting on games of the XFL before anything kicks off, you have a gambling problem because there's no information. <laughs> None. And I mean, I, I understand Vegas has to put up a line. They really don't have to, but they put up lines for this stuff. So it's like, fuck it, I'll just bet on it. You have a gambling problem because there's no there's no data. There's no nothing. 
Incidentally, I read a really good story in ESPN the magazine a long time ago. If you are a professional gambler, as far as sports, what they like to gamble on is college basketball because there's a lot of data for everything else. But like when I'll just put, like when um, Campbell takes on whoever uh, UNCW or Campbell takes on uh, Coker or something like that. Right. There's nobody knows anything. They got to put right. a lineup for it. They right. don't know. And they. I remember when I used to do that stuff. Yes. And, and, and like when they would play a Coker. Exactly. It'd be like you couldn't find any info on it at all. Presbyterian against US, USC Upstate or something like yes. that. You know. You know. Gardner yeah. Webb taking on Brevard or whatever it is. And nobody knows anything about. They literally some of these gamblers would call the scorers table for. Um. Is is Beal going to be in the? Is his ankle cleared up? They go. Oh yeah, he's playing. Okay. Click. Boom. He plays the bet based on the information they wow. could get. They, they, so that's that's what the professional gamblers love to do. So so that's that's what's really changed for the XFL, and Vince seems to have gotten a guy in you know Oliver Luck, who is a pretty serious guy. But I still somebody was asking me about this yesterday, and they said, "Well, I'm sure Vince isn't going to make the same mistakes." I went, "I just don't think he's had that conversation with anybody. I don't think he sat down. This is what you would. This is what a sane person would do. Okay, we're going to do this again. He would have Bruce Pritchard and some of the people who were there the first time goes." I want this to be successful and I want to avoid the things we did last time. So what did we do last time that we don't want to do this time? I don't think he's had that conversation. No, I, I, I don't think he, I don't think he's capable of doing that. I just don't see it. Like I, I don't see it. He It's a, it, it's hard to picture, but I you know, maybe he did. Do you know where the XFL Championships game game is going to be? Uh, Riyadh. No, it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how much i paid for that mixer to have that capability oh, no, I might, but I it was worth like, it i paid like less than a, i paid less than a hundred dollars for that like 10 years ago oh you just you I just, know you just paid itself back right it's there off ebay i mean this is a, this is like the greatest thing i i i got that thing because i thought well looks like the end of my radio career is going <laughs> so i might want to just go ahead and look forward to the future <laughs> And it, it, that's one. You know, I've made some really. Like I said, I've, I've spent money stupidly. That's one of the best investments. No, I've that, ever made. that was definitely that a good one, one. That stupid car out there. Holy shit! No, that car. Two hundred fifty-five thousand miles on that car, and it's humming like a oh, freight train. Boy, is it ever! And I invest by putting Amsoil in it. Amsoil. Why aren't you advertising on this podcast? Amsoil because it doesn't come from the ground in Riyadh. Hold on a second. At Amsoil. Yeah, yeah. Give this me your, is Katie. It's like fifty bucks for a gallon of the shit. Plus, you have to buy their filter or whatever. But you don't have to change your oil for twenty thousand miles. Nice. Yeah, it's a winner. XFL Dave Meltzer reporting is ranked first on today's Google Trends in the United States. Shane McMahon was on the sidelines for the DC Defenders games. The uniforms looked like. Um, have you seen the Oliver Stone film Any Given Sunday? I can't say that I have. No, it's uh, Al Pacino is in yeah, it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's it, they look like the you know the made up teams in that one, the okay. Sharks and all the other shit that they had in that one. Kind of are they over the top, or is that what you're saying? Or no, just, they're just ugly, ugly, just, just just garden variety. Yeah, ugly. I mean, not like meak ugly, but pretty ugly. You right. Know? You know, are what they I'm gaudy ugly. Kinda like you know Florida A and M. Oh, you see, A and T is leaving the Met. Uh, in I saw Miami. that. I saw That's that. Crazy. Yeah, I know. We're in the Big South. That's good. I'm I'm happy for them. Yeah. They've had a very successful. It's a good run for those guys. Well, they've been. Ha- they've got some couple good basketball and football teams the last few years. They've so. they've done so very well. Good for them. You know, they never get the. That's that's a university, and I think it's true of a lot of HBCUs. They just don't get the credit they deserve, particularly in this area. Ronald McNair, man, absolutely. Um, and there was a great story. Somebody put this out. Ronald McNair was like thrown out of the library when he was a kid in 1959. It's wherever he was growing up, and they wouldn't let him be because he's a black guy. 
and now the library is like named after him. Nice. Yeah. Right. Beautiful. That's that's perfect. And then there was there was a fight in this area when they wanted to name an elementary school after Ronald McNair, who was killed in the Space Center Challenger disaster. For those of you that don't know, um, there was a fight not to name it that because you know he's from he's not from here. He's not from here, so why are we? Naming that, that was the real. That was the reason. <laughs> no, no. That, Look, we don't like Obama because of that tan suit, and he dribbled a basketball in the Oval Office. Well, That's can't, why we can't have like that. Him. Can't have that. <laughs> uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson shared video of the eulogy. He gave I it his father's. Have you seen the video? I didn't watch it. I haven't I, seen it either. I bet it's pretty good. I, though. I saw him. I saw the you know just the beginning when he walks up. I know he has, he has a lay on. I think he had a. Um, well, that's weird. Because that's more of his Samoan heritage, and his dad wasn't the Samoan part of his heritage, but that's fine. It looked like he, I mean, I, I'm assuming it was. It yeah. looked like a lay, unless it was some religious. Rocky thing. was actually Canadian. True that's story. Right. He was. True story. Rocky he was Canadian. Was. That's right. True story. Because uh, I remember Pat Patterson talking about that in one of the roundtables. They were like, they're talking about Canadian wrestlers, and of course, the greatest of all time. You talk about Bret Hart, and you talk about some of the, the greats, and not a lot of people mention Rocky Johnson. Joe LaDuke. <laughs> Joe LaDuke would be another. <laughs> I'm going to cut myself right in here. <sighs> Look, the blood's dripping down my arm like I was in Riyadh. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's unemployed. He has no Wi-Fi and no power, but he's laughing his balls off right now. So we've accomplished something. <laughs> here, I'm telling you, man, I live for this podcast. <laughs> this is really... The- you live for that in the 16,000 fuckers. I, that was just so out of the blue, man. Jeepers. It was so fucking out of the blue. Um, I, 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 this, you know, delaying what we did this week, I, it gave me a chance to watch NXT. Have you seen NXT this week? Um, I, I was doing what I usually did, kind of flipping it back yeah. and forth. Uh, did you see the Broser Mobile? Yes. <laughs> I did see the Broser Mobile. Fantastic. <laughs> And Pete Dunn looks so thrilled to be in that thing, too. <laughs> the, I like the little, the little vignette things that they do. They're not nearly as good as like the stuff on AEW, I don't think. But the, the like the vignette stuff they did with uh, with Adam Cole and they're walking around stage looking at looking for him. Looking for Ciampa. We can find him. And then you see the kid getting the haircut? There's a kid backstage getting the haircut. No, I don't think I saw and they that. go back, they fuck with him and start shaving part of his <laughs> It's just so funny. It's just like so it's so jacked up. It's very funny. And then they had a big brawl at the end of that thing. I thought it was pretty good. And then Charlotte Flair got her ass kicked there. Yeah. That was pretty good. NXT sticking together with Bianca and uh, Rhea. Yeah, I think that's going to be, I think that's a good storyline. Yeah, I do too. Although, when they did that, whatever that flippy reverse Samoan drop, whatever they did on Charlotte Mm -hmm. Flair, she landed right on her implants. (laughs) I didn't notice. Yeah, I don't know. I'd I'd be expecting a bill. (laughs) I'd expect it a <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Mm. Well, so let's hope thoughts and prayers. Well, maybe that's why they don't want the girls coming to Riyadh because if their implants blow up, they'll think it's a bomb going on. <laughs> oh no, she pulled on the belt. <laughs> Hit the deck. I'm going to see you in paradise. <laughs> Rupture implants are. There's been there's been several of the the women who had ruptured implants. It wasn't good. Yeah, it wasn't good at all. You don't you don't want to have that. You know, I was somebody else that's kind of obviously gotten them since her arrival is uh, at least her arrival to the to the main roster is Peyton Royce. You, you, yeah, you, if you go back and look, you yeah, can, you can tell a significant difference. Well, she's such I mean she's such a tiny girl. 
Yeah, you know, she's tiny she anyway. Tiny. So any, it's like when you have the really, yeah, mm, they're just it really sticks out more, so to speak. <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> um, and I, but I did see a, a clip from Conrad and, and Jr. Apparently, he's denying that the WWE ever encouraged Lita to get implants. Hmm. He's saying that we just couldn't have, you know, any kind of liability. Like if they, I think, I think didn't Kanye West's mother die during cosmetic surgery or something? Oh no, she it was a facelift or something. Wow. So. If you if you say that's a part of your, and he marries Kim Kardashian, hmm, irony. At, it's it's strange, right? Well, she's never had anything done. No, well, you know, certainly not fifty pounds of cement put in her ass. That'd be pretty good, though. <laughs> yeah, one of those cement. Back it up. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Shit goes down there. <laughs> Thing pops out like Mr. McMahon's convertible. <laughs> oh boy! God damn you, Austin! <laughs> yes. So you can't really you can't really say to the the girls and go, "Hey, um, we need you to." So did Lita say that they made her? I mean, well, there's a lot of speculation that the company has been like, "You need to," but you know, there's ways of doing it without doing it. It's like when they would tell some of the boys, "Need you? You need to get bigger." Yeah. Which was not. Eat a couple, you know, take a couple protein shakes and go lift more. Right. That was stick a needle in your ass. It was, it was, it was mafia talk. Yeah, that's what it was. He he said they couldn't do that per se, but if somebody decided to do that, they could probably. Now I found this hard to believe. He said they could probably advance them the money, which I had heard that they paid for. Oh, so they didn't pay for it. That's weird. Or is advancing them the money in quotations? And I'm not really, you know, it is tax season. I don't know if that's a write off. It seems like it would be a write-off. I know for strippers and stuff. I mean, it's a business expense, and it's, I don't know if you can yeah. do the whole thing. It's not like a necessary business expense, but if you can say it as like an upgrade, like you're putting a, a new warehouse onto your business that's going to allow you to do more business. Right. More equity. I, I would I would assume. So if they advance you the, I don't know, whatever it is, eight grand, 10 grand. Got me. Chief. 20. I don't, uh, that's not, not my tax bracket. I will never be in a position where I have to go, yeah, let's get you the tits. Whatever it costs. What's the check? Because <laughs> first, first of all, apparently I've moved back to 1940, and I have to talk like, yeah, see? We're going to pump those titties up, see? Well, that's one, that's one sweet dame right there. I'll tell you what, there. Let me, let me do mobile pay on that, see? 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 <laughs> Hey, how do you guys afford on this trip to Hawaii? Well, funny story. Uh, <laughs> turns out the missus went to Double D. <laughs> oh, and, uh, okay. I see. We got, you know, we just got some upgrades, and now we're headed to uh, Hawaii. Upgrades, oh. Uh, oh, and, and Velveteen Dream came back. Yes, and that was nice. Did he get his ass kicked or something? Or no, he, he kicked him. He, he kicked ass, okay. He cleared the ring. I saw the, who else did I see? Oh, uh, what, did, what was Swerve's name in Lucha? Uh, who, who was it? Kill shot. Kill shot. That's right. I couldn't remember that. Yeah, you're my, you're my, you're like the biggest fan the Lucha Underground ever had. I love Lucha Underground. And I, I should have given you the sticker. If I can peel it off my old computer, I'm going to give it to. Nah, you. That's okay. That's okay. It says Jonathan Coachman and Elisa Ashton hosted the the XFL pregame. Uh, Leo Rush has been announced for this year's WXW 16 Carat Gold Tournament. He's taking place in Oberhausen, Germany, from March 6th through the 8th. Uh, Big Show's birthday yesterday. Congratulations and happy birthday to Paul White. Yeah, he's on Honeycomb, the box, Honeycomb box now. I don't know I didn't even make that cereal? Well, first of all, they make the cereal, but you would think since, like you, yeah. didn't know they existed, you'd think that 
they went back to like 1999 <laughs> and grabbed a box of honeycomb and put them on punk because big show yeah and i think becky lynch is the well the, i think i didn't andre the giant pitch for honeycomb at one time i thought he did back in that i thought he did honeycomb's yeah. big yeah 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 it's not small no 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 honeycomb's got a great big bite great big taste and a great big bite yeah yeah and then we had the and it was an inch they would have the tape measure it was an inch across the diameter of oh honeycomb. yes yeah, yeah. It measured it out i remember that shit i so, loved honeycomb so you want if i thought I, I remember the beginning of those commercials there was a tree Come to the honeycomb hideout. <laughs> you know we need something uh this commercial's pretty good. You, you think we could get uh, somebody that sounds kind of like a, a blues man to sing something real quick, like "Come to the Honeycomb"? Yeah, <laughs> Doctor John, a three, two, one. Come to the Honeycomb. <laughs> a little too punk rock. A little too punk rock. We need you back. We need one eighty two ish there. I need you a little blind lemon Jefferson. I, I, not not so much. <laughs> I don't need you emo. Come to the Honeycomb. Okay, that's that, that'll probably work for us. Everybody good with that? Yeah, we're good. Yeah, good job, good job. Uh, here's your check that you can go use to pump up your wife's tit. <laughs> Apparently, we're still she's running. a sweet dame too. Uh, I I was trying to watch. They've got a new episode of Breakdown or whatever on WB Network with Kevin Owens, but it was I was it wasn't loading correctly for me because it was premiering and all I feel those, you. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you. all the tears in your eyes <laughs> as as he puts up hieroglyphics on the walls of his house. <laughs> Uh, sad man i mean they're like a day or two away from eating the cat i gotta tell you i mean they love helen but you know at some point she's getting quite meaty put her on the spit there over the old uh, stove and then it's over wwe network news reported that a new episode of day of will premiere on the wwe network next friday it will focus on this year's royal rumble pay-per-view yeah i'd like to see a day of in saudi arabia where we're yeah can we get that where we're trapped in our hotel room somebody got that one on doc (laughs) hey everybody we're just gonna have that footage somehow got erased i tell you what i don't know it'd be great if that footage existed somewhere if they were somebody filming over there and shit you know i'm sitting here trying to think would anybody i bet somebody did have you ever seen this on YouTube where they they um you go searching they somebody claims oh here's the actual footage of Owen Hart dying and shit like that have you ever seen that no yeah that's never it. that's that's always oh you know what now I sure I don't know if this is what you're talking about yeah when um somebody told me that oh yeah they got footage of the of Kobe's helicopter going down yeah is that what you're talking about yeah they going there and yeah. it's like some footage from shit. you know years ago some helicopter going down or something I would I would assume. Um, next weekend's All Star Game is just going to be like all Kobe all, all the time. You think, it's yeah. going to be like a huge uh, tribute to him and all that stuff. Are, are you kind of where is it? Uh, Chicago this Chicago, year. Okay. Yeah. Are you kind of over it at this point? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Do you think, I, it, do you think it's generational? I guess. Yeah, I think be. it's got to be it's generational. Be, you know, I mean, I'm, and I, I don't. I don't have any animosity against the guy. I think. We can talk. To, we can talk about it now because I hope I'm not going to be Gail Kinged on this whole shit. Um, apparently, she's getting death threats because she asked one question, I guess, to Lisa Leslie or something, and then the network was it, was it a? I didn't even know about it. Was, they, it was they a, did an interview with Lisa Leslie about Kobe, and he asked about the what happened in Colorado. Yeah, and, and then they, the network used that as the the main thing, and she was pissed at them because that's what they pushed, and it was out of context, and so she's so she getting, asked all these other questions, and not right. like one of the million. Yeah. And so she's pissed like at her network. Fox News move, and then Oprah uh, says, "Well, Gail's getting death threats now." You know, like, okay. 
I'm sure that's how Kobe, by the way, you're really sticking up for the family. Let me just say this. The, <laughs> yeah, Vanessa and the kids would like to thank you so much for threatening someone you don't even fucking know. And yeah, maybe for, they'll for invite doing, them to dinner. Oh, my God. Vanessa's going to send you a thank you note because you're out there pitching and saying you hate. I swear. I, I don't. But I think, the, you know, like if you and I, I, I maybe if, if the same thing maybe happened to Jordan. Yeah. God forbid, you know I, yeah. I, 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 that might hurt a little. I think that would hurt a little, at least for me. That would hurt. A oh, little deeper. that's that. Yeah, I think he was there, Jordan. Yeah. I think for people like your daughter's age or even into their thirties and stuff, mm-hmm. I think that was their Jordan. Yeah. Um, but what happened in Colorado? Um, you know, I, I don't. I don't know what happened. Uh, I wasn't. I obviously wasn't there. I think it was. It, he kind of acknowledged that. You know what? What she thought happened is different than what he thought happened. And he kind of acknowledged that, in in a way, in his statement, that things might have gone a little too far or whatever. Right, right. Um, he kind of walked up to the line, but didn't. And I step can't. Over it I, I can't really admitting. divorce that from all of this, and that's why I kind of. But that's not also not the sum of the guy. No, that's not right. the to- totality of the guy. It's like when I was. It's like when we were at WrestleCade, and I was talking. Oh, Eric! I was talking to Eric. Oh, you're talking to Jeff, Jerry Jarrett. Yeah, I didn't hear you guys talking about when you shorted the Sportatorium that night, and he bitched you out for it and made it come out of your paycheck. And he goes, "Oh yeah." Oh, yeah. But that, I said, "Well, I understand. That wasn't the sum of the whole relationship." Right. You know, he said he, Jerry was just a piece. Jerry was. He said Jerry was super easy to work with, except if you shorted him three hundred dollars on a fucking card at the Sportatorium. <laughs> right yeah, that was that was pretty funny. he said i remember on the on the stone cold podcast he said well he would have thought the sportatorium was on fire with all the people burning up my phone line <laughs> i just like it. it's, i'll tell you stone that <laughs> sounds a little bit like stone cold's buddy on yeah. his podcast doesn't it another thing Ted. i said jerry i, I want to give you the 300 but i got some i got some deer ticks on my balls <laughs> God damn! How'd you get Eric Cambridge got ball got deer ticks on his ball stack? God damn! All right, Steve Austin, go take a break here. Let's talk about purple mattresses. <laughs> That's what I love. <laughs> oh that shit! Oh yes. Stone Cold, this big old turtle plucked out of the water, and I tried to shoot it. God damn! Did you hit it, Teddy? And now this word from True Car. <laughs> I wonder if anybody ever ever like uh, Steve. Would you like a, a co-host to kind of feed you stuff and kind of make those trends? Hell no! I ain't gonna work with nobody. Fuck you! I ain't gonna do that. Shit. That's when he turns into the old stone calls when he says shit like that. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's about turn know, me into the old stone cold. The rest, the rest of this shit's about you know <clears throat> Kristen's lavender candles and shit like that. Is what. God damn! I tell you what, lavender candle really makes me relaxed. God damn. Ahead of tonight's NXT show in Las Vegas, this is from yesterday, Matt Riddle tweeted about wrestling in the same venue where he had his first UFC fight. I guess they're pissed off about that Bones Jones thing. What's that? Who's uh, who, the, the Bones Jones fight from last night? I guess there was some screw job with the scoring or something. Oh, I, I was going to read up about that, but but you know, I can't. <laughs> even the even the four G shit's not working at your house. It, it's it's in it's and spotty. out. Yeah. yeah. I hate to blame the victim on that. No, you got Verizon, don't you? No, I got Sprint. Oh, you're on, you're with me too. Mm. Oh, Sprint, because you don't always want your network to work. I really don't ever had a major problem with them, but I don't know. I've been loyal to them. I know that they're not bad. They're just not good. Yeah, they. I think they are who we thought they were. Just you know, a level below Verizon. <laughs> a level below everything. A level below everything. <laughs> 
Uh, Dana White and Joe Rogan blast judges insane 49-46 scorecard for John Jones against Dominic Reyes. You know how this mm. you know how the the 10-point must system works in boxing? Sort you, of. At, you have to at the end of a round, you have to award the winner of the round 10 points. And then the loser of the round, if it was close, it's 9. Okay. And it's descending beyond that like if, if the guy got his ass kicked it probably got knocked down a couple times it might be eight sometimes seven you're you're never going to see like a 10-6 round or anything like that yeah. and that's how they score this shit because really? they can't figure out anything and it's only you know so a three point two edge two judges score close main event 48-47 in champ's favor but third has jones winning four rounds so ufc commentator rogan says scorecard disrespectful to performance of reyes wow it's almost like ufc's fixed <gasps> don't say that it's not like it's not like wrestling it's real uh huh that's why Joe Rogan's hosting it Johnny Bones Jones really snorts real cocaine so that's that that's accurate <laughs> that's my game motherfucker I guess they're doing well with uh, the deal with ESPN plus and all that stuff I guess they're feeling good about that it's giving a great exposure to UFC I know I saw Dana White talking about how much he loved having the Raiders in Vegas, well, I figured it was a no-brainer and all that shit. So I guess he'll be at the games and stuff. Well, that's you know. And you've heard you've heard the rumors also about like Tom Brady possibly being a Raider. Yes, I thought about you. I would be so heavily conflicted. Oh, I can imagine. Although there's one way he could turn that around for me. Win a Super Bowl. Well, that's that's that would be that, that would be good. <laughs> Too much to hope for. If he goes, no, I will not wear the number twelve because that's Kenny Stabler's number. I will wear eleven. You think he would do that? If he did that, I'd be like, oh my God, you're for- it's me like Taylor Swift. You're forcing me to love you. I don't want to. <laughs> Why do you do this to me? I want to hate you so bad, but I can't. Can I just say, I, I love Lester Hayes. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm tremendous. God. Yeah. So underrated. Not in the Hall of Fame. I know, how is that? I don't know. Is it the, the sticky thing of sticky fingers? I don't see how you, because I mean, Blitnikoff's like, in the Hall of Fame and he was more right. stuck than that guy was, but right. maybe it's racism. The white guy with Stickham is not as bad as the black guy with mm-hmm. Stickham. <laughs> they did outlaw it after that one season. Yeah. They, they did outlaw it. I remember, I, I'll never forget when I was a kid, and I, I don't remember which, and they probably had a zillion different pictures, but the one particular picture I saw of, of his hands close up after a game, it was just, it, he looked like Swamp Thing, man. <laughs> like you cut into a pine tree. It was just, like, it was just crazy. It was just like, it was, the pine tree was bleeding and shit. It was amazing. Um, try to get some more wrestling headlines i just feel like the business stuff is like the huge headline still the reverberations of him firing those two guys you know and, and it's just it could it could have been worse timing almost because mm. i mean right now is when you start to shift down wrestlemania you know, yeah we're getting ready to kick into wrestlemania season and now there's this big giant turd in that punch no bowl doubt, over there. man and not to mention the fact what we were just talking about earlier about Who's going to headline this thing? Are we really getting ready to see Reigns and the Fiend? Or is that was this what we're coming up on here? That's a tough one. That that would be a tough one, especially because I I would I would have no problem with it. But I'm a fan. I'm going to continue to pay for that network. It's going to take a lot for me not to pay for that network. And trust me, I've thought about it. I mean, I budgeted and everything, and I'm like, well, like I want to do that. I mean, I've I've canceled some stuff and moved things over here and tried to be a little bit smarter about what I'm subscribed to and not subscribed to and stuff. Um, that audio book I was telling you about, mm-hmm. that's from the free month trial of Audible. I got it on my calendar. Oh, when I got to cancel yeah. that thing. I'm going to pay fourteen ninety five for that oh, shit. Hell no. Forget it. Even though my, you know, I'm very happy. Mortgage is resetting in a couple of weeks. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it's good looking like extra extra eighty bucks a month yeah, in my buddy. pocket. So I'm happy yeah. about that. That's a nice picture of Liv Morgan. 
She's trying to compete with Lexi. Yeah, she is. I don't like that, really. But no, I, I mean, for you and me, that's going to be a fine main event. But for how do you sell that to the the millions and the millions? It feels it feels like I don't know. It feels like Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch should be at the top of that card as far as doing the rounds for publicity and all that stuff. Or Brock Lesnar in some incarnation, as much as we hate it, with somebody. But again. I don't Brock Lesnar going on Sports Center is great, but Brock Lesnar on Good Morning America or on Fox and Friends or does does, does that, he ever has he ever done that? I mean, he's been on I'm sport, sure something. Oh, I know some, he's been on Sports, sports Center. I did see him on Sports. He Center did the time. car wash, what they call the car wash at the sports uh, at ESPN where they do they all do the shows. All those shows. Yeah, yeah. okay. I, I, and it was good. And, and I, I don't know if Heyman was with him when he was doing that or not, but it was good. It was really, yeah. I, I, you're right. I do remember that. I he did, did very well with it. It wasn't too long ago, was it? It was right. It was like. Before he signed the last contract, it was a couple of years ago, yeah, two or three couple, years ago. Three years, yeah, and okay. he did very good. Yeah. Uh oh, is, is this a Donald Trump? Yeah, he's trying to get Pete Rose into the Hall of Fame. You got to be kidding me, man! Oh, this is the worst. This is the tweet. Pete Rose played Major League Baseball for twenty-four seasons. Nobody knew that until he pointed this out. Wow. 24 seasons. 1963 to 1986, and had more hits, 4,256, than any other player. Again, these are facts that are mind-blowing to me. I, where did he find blowing? this? I don't know. I, I'm so glad he's our president. Is he making this up? He gambled, but only on his own team winning and got a been paid a decades-long price. Get Pete Rose into the Baseball Hall of Fame, all caps. It's time. Just when you think you've seen everything. <laughs> We should have seen this coming, though. I mean, you know, we should have seen this coming. Of course. Of course he's going to be an advocate for fucking Pete Rose. I don't understand. Well, they're both in the the celebrity wing of the Hall of Fame and the World Wrestling Entertainment. They're both there. Is that why they're joined at the hip? Because of, of that connection? God damn. God almighty. Yeah. I'm just... I'm. I'm over the Pete Rose, and I'm and I, people can do whatever they want to. Well, what about the Astros? And what about the blah blah blah? And what about blah 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 blah? The Pete Rose stair step of lies was this. You'll remember this very well. Yes, I'm I sure. never bet on sports. Okay, I bet on sports, but I never bet on baseball. Okay, I bet on baseball, but I never bet on my own team. On my own team. Okay, I bet on my own team, but I only bet on my own team to win. Now, the next lie obviously is going to be I bet on my own team to lose. How, right? how, how can you not that's, assume that? That's the stair step of lies over the years that he's. I mean, that's what they. People, man. Okay, I was not out with another woman. All right, I was out with another woman, but we didn't do anything. Okay, we did stuff, but I didn't stick my dick in. Okay, I stuck it in for a brief minute. Accidentally. Okay, I came five times, but I didn't mean it. I mean, that's that's, the, that, that's where you're. That's how you parse it out. All this man. shit. It's so, but it's so apropos that he's doing this. Mm. Trump is. I mean, it's just God Almighty. So, Why don't he advocate? You know who's who's the who's a killer that's not dead yet? It's, it's I don't, well, he, look, he's already gotten OJ, no, he, he got the, he got the one black woman out of jail, so you know he can move on to other oh, stuff. That's now. right. He can do that. He can move on. That's right. Silly me. When they were run, they've run the commercial with him with that that woman that he got out of prison. I I kind of hope they would follow up on an interview with like, oh, don't you feel good about Donald Trump? Getting, yeah, but I'm I'm still not going to vote for him. I, th- I wish that. Oh, <laughs> okay. have a good day. Okay, lock her up. Lock her up. <laughs> yes. Put it back in. I didn't mean it. We're gonna we're gonna put it back in. Recidivism, whatever it is. That book is mine. That book is mine. I can imagine. I can only one of, imagine. One of the good one of the good scenes is when they're gonna fire Comey 
and uh, they get the letter together and they put it in a manila envelope and they're seal it up. Mm. They get the white house take pictures of us with the envelope with letter and fire honey cheese. And then they go, hey, and they, whoever is bodyguard, that big goofus. Guy, oh yeah, you know, that- hey, can you, can you want to run this over and fire come? Yeah, yeah, boss, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh shit, he's not even there. <laughs> he was in like California. Yeah, he's three thousand miles away. Shit. <laughs> I mean, that's literally how it went down. Like, nobody checked the schedule. such a buffoon. That's like you and me going, hey, let's, go, uh, man, let's go watch wrestling. And we go to the Coliseum. Oh, shit, they're in Buffalo tonight. Oh, they're in Buffalo uh, tonight. I, thought, uh, the, I don't understand. It's not really good. What happened? They're not in Buffalo. They're going to be in Riyadh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it is. It's like, and, and it's so apropos. That this is the weekend that Robert Conrad dies because he's, I mean, this is for old people only. All you millennials, we'll see you next week. For millennials only, it, it is. It's to knock the battery off my shoulder. I dare you. So it's a Riyadh. So what, so what are you going to say about it? What are you going to say about I it, motherfucker? So. You know, my dad, when that commercial comes on, my dad, you know, he yeah. was Mr. Military. And yeah. That commercial would come on and he'd go, let me come over here, motherfucker. I'll knock it off. Get off that TV screen. I'll knock that shit off. Knock this battery off my shoulder. I dare you. My dad, I'm like, Dad, I love Jim West. Don't talk shit to Jim West, Dad. <laughs> See, I was more of a Pappy Boyington guy than. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I can understand that. <laughs> I don't. But, but I saw, but Wild Wild West would come on like after school. It was like yeah. syndication. I well, didn't see well, I That's when remember. I was watching Batman. Yeah, that's that what too. I, I was watching Batman. I like, like it came on at like three thirty or four, or whatever. And the great thing about watching the reruns was you didn't have to wait the week to get the payoff. Oh yeah, they run right back, back, back to back. Oh, oh, oh that shit was tight. Oh, that but was sometimes tight. they you remember they would get they'd fuck it up. They would be like you see the last was, half of one and the first half of the well, next one. Well, it would be like there was a handful. There yeah. were a handful of, of Batman's that didn't have a part two. I know, and and they would kind of get mixed up in there. I then know. you'd have part one on the yeah. second episode you, you have, have to wait till the, the next day, day. and then ah. the worst was fridays man oh when they, that would happen i would hate that shit and like the 40 year guy the 40 year old guy who's running the thing of the tv station he didn't give a shit kids are gonna watch the whatever thing. i don't give a next, shit next, next program please like, hey mister i don't know if the cat woman killed batman and you're like, <laughs> shut up kid i don't give a shit god damn kid i'm gonna beat your ass one of these days i'm gonna own a wrestling company <laughs> Remember, the number one qualification for owning a wrestling company, what is it? Uh, subscribe to the Wrestling Observer. Oh, yeah. If you do that, that's for, right. That's all you need How to do. Re- oh, well, and, and have a very, very filthy rich father. If you have that those helps. two things going for you in life, you can own a wrestling company. And be president. It's like the, the best <laughs> It's the best thing of all time. <laughs> oh, you're looking forward to Mandy and Otis's uh, uh, Valentine's Day date? Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, that's still another week away, though, right? It was, it was a pretty funny segment. Oh, yeah. That was pretty funny. I, I mean, this whole... I hope they don't fuck that up, because I kind of like will. it. Oh, they will. Oh, just get ready for yeah, it. I, should, I know. <laughs> just prepare. They, they will fuck it up. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> no, just rest assured. It's going to happen. Good. This is, like, much better than any of that Bobby Lashley and Lana. No, not even close. This is, like... like not as, even close. As far as them doing masturbatory shit that only is funny to them, this is, like, one of the better ones. Even though it is, you know, he picks out Otis out of all the people, but... The montage sequence was really funny, where he's ripping the, the sleeves off of the thing and everything. Oh, oh, it's funny. Oh, you weren't able to watch no, it. Oh, right? yeah, I was going to. <laughs> and you see, it's good. They're doing a montage, and he's like lifting weights and stuff for the date and shit. Yeah. And he dresses, he's got like a nice shirt on, uh, or a nice coat on over just, his just, half shirt. Just, and they he's just, just going rip, for a test drive here. Just and looking they, at they rip the sleeves off of it. Oh, so it can look like <laughs> it's cute. You'll like it. Bryant can be followed on the social media on Instagram and on uh, Twitter at Bryce Sports, B-R-Y Sports. And he'll be able to see those tweets pretty soon. 
Hope so. Yeah. I'm going to be uh, at Britt Whitmire on Twitter, at Katie Vick Alive on Twitter for the show, and me personally on Instagram. It's at BDUB4Reels, B-D-U-B, number four, R-E-E-L-Z. Until next time, fans, we'll see you ringside. Fans, that'll do it for this week. See you next week, and until then, so long for now.